All right, you are tuned in to the Tune In Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Gartner, and today we are back with another segment. Remember to find us at uh, the Tune In Podcast at gmail.com, and you can find us on all of your podcast platforms. That's Google, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Breaker, Radio Public, and so on. You can find us, and um, it's good to be back. And uh, I know I've been missing, been in my A, but we are back at it. And uh, today we got a special segment lined up. I got a very special guest here today. And uh, I got my nephew, uh, Jay Williams, with me. And uh, I'm going to be picking his brain today. We're going to be talking about a um, very serious matter and uh, just kind of having some dialogue about uh, the things that teenagers face nowadays compared to when we were teenagers 15, 20, 30 years ago. And um, I think it's important when a, um, an older adult can sit down with a, a teenager, um, somebody trying to find their way through life, somebody that's going to be going through the same things that uh, we went through. And uh we can each understand each other because sometimes the older adults don't understand the young teenagers and sometimes the young teenagers don't understand the older adults and we both can help each other and um, just like I say just talk pick each other's brain and, and we'll both learn something today and um, this came I my, my nephew he's like a a son to me, I, I love him. I want what's best for him. I want to see him succeed. I want to be there uh, to support him when he is succeeding, and uh, just be like a father figure to him. But uh, he's seen me in my highs. He's seen me in my lows. He's, um, you know, he, he he's been there. He's seen uh, me in a transparent form, and uh, I don't mind that at all because he can learn from that. Um. But we're here today. We're going to uh, be doing some talking. And uh, recently we've had some, um, in our county, uh, we've experienced some situations with uh, teenagers either coming up missing or um, suicide or, or, or something like that. And, and we, we're trying to better understand that because what it came to me and my thought process was that when I was coming up <clears throat> as a teenager, I didn't really have many things to worry about. I never contemplated suicide. I dealt with, uh, you know, stresses as a teenager and and wanting to, you know, to fit in and you know, with within my peers and you know, I was focused on trying to get some coochie or um, where the next party was at or, or playing football or. You know, trying to what what the freshest gear was, or you know, getting ready to you know maybe go to the army after school, or you know, uh, make sure I wasn't getting joned to death, you know, or flamed to death in high school. That was my concerns. My concerns when on, you know, uh, if I want to be a, a a boy or a girl and all this kind of stuff, and 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 you know, I don't understand what all these teenagers go through, so. I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna talk to my nephew, ask him some questions, and 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 like I say, pick his brain. And 
uh, we'll we'll go from there. So um, I'm gonna let my nephew uh, introduce himself. How you doing today, nephew? Hello, I'm Jay Williams. All right. And how old are you? I'm 17 years old. Okay. And um, what do you uh, have playing? Uh, you you're a junior, right? Yes, sir. All right. And um, what do you plan? What do you have planned? What are your your short term goals uh, with um, graduation uh, quickly approaching? Well, I was gonna go to school for graphic designing or um, designing for like computers and stuff. Okay. To be design houses. Okay. Architect, basically. All right. That's cool. Now, <clears throat> now, um, with you being in high school, what are, do you see some kids go through this? Like, do you uh, see um, risky behaviors amongst your peers at high school? Do you see that? Do um, you notice that? Yes, sir, I do. Okay. Now, what what things do you notice as far as with the risky behavior among your peers at, at school? Like some try to stand out mm-hmm. or like do different things to get the attention of other people or the teachers sometimes like that. Okay. Like like what? I just want to understand like, like what? Like just making outbursts, like thinking stuff is funny when it really isn't funny at all. Okay. Like just are saying something mean to somebody else that's in the classroom. Okay. Okay. Now that not and I'm asking because that's kinda like what uh teenagers did when I was coming up, mm-hmm. you know, fifteen, twenty years ago. Um now um have you uh lost any of your uh peers within the student body um in your in your high school career? Have um uh, anybody committed suicide that you know of or or had kind of like a um, uh, a horrendous uh, death or fatality or anything like that. Well, a couple months back, my friend had lost his brother in a car accident. Okay. A drunk driving. That okay. Was, that was about it, though. Okay. Now, how did how did that affect the student body? How did that affect everybody? Well, it just made the teenagers more scared to drive, uh-huh. and like, I guess to be more careful, like not be out at the night driving on the highway and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, what? Now, with you being seventeen, being in high school for a um, couple years and so on, what do you feel is the um, biggest challenges that teenagers face as a whole? What? What? And even maybe include some of your challenges. What do you face or some things that that maybe give you stress? Because, and I ask this because sometimes as adults, as parents, we ask a question. What teenagers got to be worried about? They don't pay no bills. They don't, you know, we like well, that's that's how we think. But I had to learn not to think that way and take, you know, my children, you know, for instance, of you know how they feel of what they're going through, and not think that because you're a teenager you don't have any bills or or big responsibilities that you don't face anything that you don't face any challenges. You see? Yes, sir. Well, one thing is, it's like you changing from a teenager to an adult. Yeah. And you got to choose what you want to do for the rest of your life. And that thing that you choose is going to be with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then you got your parents worrying about what they what you're going to do 
and how you gonna make it because they still gonna watch out for you even though you is graduating. Yeah. In the grown up. Then um, let's see. what else? You then you gotta make sure your grades good so you get into any school that you want to get to get into off yeah. a scholarship or something like that. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Okay. And I and I'm and I'm gonna kind of do a comparison mm-hmm. because you know when I was 17 I was thinking about after high school because I knew that was approaching and I knew um, like my parents taught me it was kind of like I'm gonna have to work or I'm gonna have to go to school mm-hmm. and I knew that that was the options and I'm glad that they instilled that in me. Now they didn't really emphasize the importance of college, but. You know, my I guess my stresses were kind of like my, you know, my 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 mother, for instance, because, you know, being a single mother and she did a very good job. But, you know, how mothers nag and they and they fuss and and things like that. And they're not really giving you the game how they need to be giving you the game. And that kind of bothered me because I'm like, I'm like, man, I need your, you know, I need your support. I need you to give me the blueprint. And, you know, more better than what you're giving it. And that was kind of a little bit more, you know, that kind of added stress to me because it's kind of like, man, I'm, you know, I don't want to be lost out here as a young man. And then I had my dad, you know, and I'm, he was doing the best that he could. But yeah, I guess it was some of my fault coming up as a teenager because I didn't really know how to communicate that either. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know, and I can't. And now as a grown man. I communicate a hundred times more effective than I did when I was 15, 16, 17, even 18, 19, um, you know, within my teenage years. So I had to learn that. And so, like I say, those are some of my, you know, some of my, my challenges were most like within the household because nobody was giving me the game, how it needed to be given. Like, Hey, talk to your guidance counselors about, you know, make sure them grades, right? Bring them grades up a little bit more. You know, you don't want to have to struggle like I struggle. You know, you don't, you know, you want to be able to have such and such and such and such, you know, and that game wasn't really given to me. Now I saw, but it wasn't really told on a level in which I'm teaching my kids. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So those were some of my stresses, you know, because I wanted my parents to say, hey, you know, look at me over here. You know, it's more than just, you know, paying the bills, keeping lights on and, and, you know, food on the, on the table. And I appreciate all that, but I'm getting ready to transition. I need to know a little bit more of the game. I need a, a, a bigger push than just, you know, kind of like the whole hum stuff, you know? Yes, sir. You know, I need you to be more transparent with me, but I didn't have that and I don't hold that against them, but that made me want to teach my children. You know, more than what my parents taught me. And my parents taught me well. And I give them credit. I honor I, I, them. I, I love them dearly. And, uh, you know, thank God for them each and every day. But, like I say, as we're talking, I'm just sharing that those were some of my concerns coming up as a teenager. Now, um, you know, now we, you know, like the, um, the, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, um, high school students. Now, that's a, a challenge and, and everybody has their opinion about that. And I don't support it. 
I don't, it's not my job to condemn. I don't support it at all, you know, but a person is going to be what they're going to be and they're going to do what they're going to do. But as an adolescent, I feel that you should learn your body that your parents should teach you um, about the importance of finding yourself in better ways. You see what I'm saying? Because, you know, when I was coming up, man, as a young man, I it was a, a it was like an awesome thing when I experienced puberty. I was like, I was like, oh man, I got this. Oh man, this is doing this. Okay, and you you and, and you see what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like kids should not be denied that. You see what I'm saying? Now when you get 18. Okay, you and you and seen the little bells and whistles, the new and, and the trinkets, you know, that yes. come with puberty and 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 getting, you know, and 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 growing up, you know, as a as a teenager, you know, girls they develop and you know things happen with their reproductive organs just as well as boys, you know. So I I, I feel that that takes away from what's normal and just the the essence of. Being a young teenager, and I don't feel that. Do you do you feel that this is some pressure or some stress? And and um and I know you you straight. You know you like girls, and yes, and, and and that's wonderful. I you know I applaud you for that. But I'm saying, do you? I'm sure you probably go to school. I'm 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 quite sure with some lesbian, gay, bisexual students. You know classmates. So. Do you do you see that? Do you do you see their challenges or what they face or what they go through or or them trying to fit in or them being discriminated against? Do you do you see that? Yes, like, sir, I do. Okay, well, t- well, expound on that. Tell us a little bit about that because see, we don't we don't know. Like, because when I come up, when I came up, I didn't really see a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I we didn't that one that wasn't the thing. You see what I'm saying? It was girls trying to be with boys, boys trying to be with girls, and if you was like that, like you weren't broadcasting it. You know, like people knew, but it wasn't you. You know, you you stayed in your lane. You know, so expound on that a little bit. It's like some people they just like treat you like a normal person. Then you got some people that's <clears> in school <throat> that treat you like a whole alien, and like um, they teach you treat you different than what you should be treated, like less than human sometimes. And yeah, then, like they make fun of you probably on a daily. Yeah, and if you dress a certain way, then they gonna make fun of you for that too. You know, that's just how you want to dress it and how you want to express yourself. Yeah, and then let's see. Um, it's pretty much it. They just like just talk about you a lot, and the people they don't respect you as a person. Yeah. Well, what school I am at. Maybe different in other places, but yeah, here, yeah. I think I think with here, kind of in our region, it's more of a conservativeness, you know. And I feel that, you know, a person gonna do what they want to do, but up until that child turned eighteen, parents have to steer them right in the right direction when it comes to that, because, you know, a parent might be like, you know what. I, I should have let them experience the joys of puberty and, and, 
and, and being a girl and, and, and being a boy. And then once they got grown, if they would have made that decision, that would have been upon them. But it wouldn't have, the blood wouldn't have been on the parents' hands. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And uh, that's just kind of my take on it. And I don't understand, you know, I know this, um, you know, agenda is being, you know, is being pushed, has come to the forefront. But um, just trying to understand what, what have you, do you, like when you when you have conversations with your peers, what do y'all talk about? Well, we're talking about sports. Yeah. The stuff that's going on in the world right now. Yeah. The school. Yeah. The clothes. And sometimes people, if you with them type of people. Yeah. It's talk about people. Yeah. And then like what you want to do after the school. Yeah. And like what you want to do in the future. Yeah. And that type of stuff. That's pretty much what we talk about. Okay. Now how has uh the, the COVID uh affected you all, how, how are you? What are your uh, your classmates? What are y'all discussing uh, as it pertains to COVID? Nothing really. It's just hoping that it be over. Yeah, yeah, pretty much it. Now, um, do um, kids in your now with us being in a little bit, you know, more um, area like you know we we come up in the St. Louis area, and you know we're in the uh, metro Atlanta area, kind of like on the outskirts, and see when I was when I was coming up, man, it was always summer, dude. Like, especially there, if 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 you was bored where we were coming up at, you were just a boring person. You see what I'm saying? That's just how it was. But here, what are the what what did teenagers do for fun? Do they do y'all even have parties or do y'all even like? be swinging the girls or do y'all even like what like what what be going on like keep me in the lingo what's going on because i don't know like i'm i'm not trying to do none of it i'm just curious like what what's, what be going on man like do y'all like y'all have facebook parties instagram parties so what y'all be doing man you have a real party set yep. people houses <laughs> you just gotta get invited to it or if you're not invited better crash with somebody you know Okay, okay, Dang. okay. meeting up at places like bowling alleys and skating rinks and stuff like that. Okay, okay. See, I, see, I didn't know that. See, I, I didn't, I, I'm, see, that was kind of like what we did when we came up. You know, we, we know where the parties was going to be at, you know. We was trying to go where the, you know, females was going to be at. We was trying to, you know, um, just stay in the loop of what was going on. You know, we, it wasn't really no hokey pokey. Those, those are just the joys, the experiences, the growing pains of being a teenager, you know. And we could talk about it and laugh about it now. Um, you know, the, the Friday night football games was kind of a, you know, a big thing, even the basketball games, stuff like that. Um, but that's, but that's pretty cool, man. I, um, I like that. So, um, what, um, do you, you know, what do you want to see change among, um, the peer, your peers and, and what do you feel that is of extreme importance to you? What do you feel that, that is, you know, important to you right now? Well, the way they treat each other's. And the respect that they have for one another. That's what I want to see change. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's supposed to be like equal for everybody. 
and then it's like it's not really equal right now, but yeah. it's kind of equal because it's like different stages. You know, like the nerds, yeah. the sports people, all yeah. that. Yeah, it's kind of <clears throat> equal, but it's not fully equal because it's still some people that's not. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Like everybody know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody is unique in their own way. Yeah. And you learn that when you get older because it's kind of like. Like, I've always used this analogy. Like, you might be too young for Saved by the Bell, but when we were coming up, it was this show called Saved by the Bell. Now, Screech was the nerd, and Zach Morris was the, was the, you know, the, the popular guy, the, you know, the, the, the flashy, you know, the pretty boy the girls wanted. And that's true in high school. And, you know, you had the A.C. Slaters, you had the Kellys, the pretty girls and stuff like that. And it'd be like the pretty girls. Now, not a fat, you know, looking like a, a you know, a Junior Seau body, looking like outside linebacker. You know, they ain't looking like how they was in high school. Then then the pretty boys, they they probably got baby mamas and child support out the wazoo. And then the dudes that screech, that was screeching high school. They the Zach Morris's now. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So you so you learn that. And when you know we you know was coming up, we didn't know, you know, we was like, okay, everybody different. But I looked at, you know, I just tried to look at like, okay, this is this is pretty cool, you know, just seeing everybody different. Like I said, it wasn't no um you know, the, the LMNOP community or nothing like that, but it was kind of like you had your nerds, you had, you know, your, um, you know, your jocks, you had your, you know, the, the, the girls that were the cheerleaders, the, the drama team, all that. And it was kind of like, you know, using the melting pot, you get in where you fit in, you know, and most of the times the people that were like, like we, we did something called Joan or Flame. You know, people call roasting. That's what we did. And it that was fun to us because we, we like to see who was going to get roasted. You know, we love to see who was going to, you know, we knew who were the, the top Jonas was going to be. And, and uh, who, you know, it, it was just fun. That was kind of what we did in high school. Like, that was what we did in in uh, in the morning before the bell rung. That's what we did in the cafeteria at lunch. That's what we did on the school bus. You know, and you had to come with it. And it was just for fun. That was just teenage fun and immaturity. And nobody went home thinking, man, I want to, I want to kill myself because I got f- flamed. You know, you know, it was just like, I got to do my homework. You know, you had to, you had to be creative. And that, and that was what it was. And that's what it was. You know, we had fun. And I encourage you, you know, you, your, your peers, man, y'all have fun. Y'all enjoy yourself, you know. Stay safe. Don't get in trouble. Keep God first. But have fun at the same time. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I feel that as a parent, I had to learn, and I thank God that I, I understood that, hey, you know what? My kids, they're going to go through the same things I went through. And I had to understand. I mean, you got your adults have to be adults. And be understanding. That don't mean you have to approve of what's wrong. You know, that don't mean you have to be foolish, but that means you have to be understanding. That means you have to hear things out. 
and don't jump to conclusion and be irrational. You know, sometimes it, as a parent, as an adult, sometimes it's, you shut up and listen. You see, and the same thing, and the same thing for teenagers. Um, now, what do you? What now? And this is probably gonna be my last uh, question here. And um, now, what do you feel that um, adults, parents, need to understand or need to share with teenagers such as yourself? What What do you feel important? Like, like your mom, you know? Like, what do you feel that she needs to? share with you or understand about you or you know you know what how do you feel that adults need to communicate with teenagers how do you think they should communicate with teenagers yeah like that would that would be helpful and beneficial to you because like i said uh in the beginning of our segment sometimes adults don't understand teenagers sometimes teenagers don't understand adults but that has to change uh, for the relationships to be healthy, for relationships to, to grow and be where they need to be. Because if it's like that, that'll, that'll allow the, the teenager to be able to be dependent upon their parents and trust their parents and, and go to them at the hardest times, you know, in their life. And it should be, you know, like the, you know, I, I would be, I would feel some type of way if my children were to, you know, sidestep me or jump over me and go to another adult for advice or counsel or, or encouragement. You know, yes, sir. I would feel some type of way because I'm making my business to provide that for my children. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And some kids might not feel that way. And because they don't understand that teenagers don't really understand, they haven't fully developed. Now, I, I I respect and understand that there's some, um, you know, intelligence and there's some maturity in high school students, but still they need that direction from their parents or you know their guardians, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I'm just asking like. When it comes to adults, what do you feel that they missing, or what do you feel that they lacking that they that they may need to be um, abounding in, or what you know, where they, where do you feel that the adults' weakness that they need to be strengthened in when it comes to communicating, or or you know, with their children, you know, or or or, or you know, teaching them, or you know, whatever it is, like so that parents out here could understand because sometimes. Parents think that they got it right. Mm. They think they know it all. Hey, I, you know, they ain't where that, you know, and that ain't always the case. Well, I think parents should be more open minded because it's more like cases and scenarios in this world today than it is, than it was, than it was when they was kids and yeah. teenagers and stuff. Yeah. And I think parents should teach the kids more like how to invest their money and yeah. like how to spend their money and do more with it. Okay. And, how to get more for their money and how to get more out of life. Okay. That's cool. And I feel that that's and I feel that that's important because like I say, man, my when I was coming up, it was kinda like we knew what to do. But if I was sit down, you know, I, I was kind of reluctant to sit down with mama and say, Hey mama, I'm, I'm dealing with this. You know. Like I was like, man, you know, it was kinda like 
you know, mama it was kind of like she had the bag, like the brown paper bag. Yes, sir. And she would go in it and just dish out whatever it was, and that was it. But it wasn't no situation like, hey, you know, Charles, you know, um, I'm ready. I already have a long talk with you. Now we had some talks along the way, you know, but it was just kind of short and brief. It was kind of like, hey, if you do that, that's gonna be your consequence. And I appreciate that. You see what I'm saying? But it wasn't like no hour long, open heart, you know, open book. You know, it wasn't like you know, mama wasn't like, hey, this. You know, the mistakes I made, you know, it, it wasn't nothing like that, you know. So I think that parents should be like that and be understanding. And like they say, you know, like, you know, not be your child's best friend, but definitely be your child. You should be one of your child's biggest confidants. You know, you should be one of your, your child's biggest supporters. You know, you should be one of your one of your children's um, role models. Heroes, you know, they shouldn't have to look on social media. They shouldn't have to look in the NBA or the NFL for a hero. Like, I had the privilege of having heroes in my bloodline. I had heroes in my household. You know, my parents were my heroes. My grandfather was my hero. You know, I had heroes in my family. And so, as parents, I had to learn, hey, we got to make sure that we are our children's heroes. Because if not, they're going to look elsewhere. And that hero might not be the right person. That might be the, the neighborhood drug dealer. And I'm serious. You know, it might be somebody that's not good for him. So we got to we gotta look at that kind of stuff and make sure that we have conversations uh, with our children. Um, and, I, and I thought about this. Uh, now, with social media, <laughs> you know, man, we... We barely had cell phones in high school, man. That was kind of like a new thing. You had a cell phone. It was, you know, it was cool. And nobody was really flashing them like that. But now, man, you can Snapchat. You can Instagram. You can Facebook. You can Twitter, Tumblr. What I don't know. All this kind of stuff, man. YouTube. You know, you can take selfies, man. You can, you know, you can, you know, you can text somebody, hey, meet me in the bathroom. And y'all the only two people to really know that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just, it's just like that. So, like, like, what's your take? Like, how y'all use social media? Like, how, how does it affect teenagers, good and bad, and the ugly? Well, I guess it's good because you sometimes can get to know people. Yeah. From what they post and, like, get to see what they really be thinking on that. And it's bad because it'd be boosting up their confidence more for off of likes and stuff like oh I got this many likes that means I'm this popular but for real they really not that popular and stuff like that and yeah. it's boosting their ego up more than <laughs> it should be boosted up yeah and then uh, yeah <laughs> it's just you gotta use it responsibly you don't be reckless on that cause some of the stuff yeah. come back in the future and bite you uh, that's pretty much it yeah well that's cool man I um Again, I appreciate your time today um, for you doing this interview with me. And uh, hopefully we can do this again. And uh, for all our listeners out there, we support you. Well, we appreciate your support. Um, 
And remember, you can find us at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, all the podcast podcast platforms out there. And uh, get at us at the Google. I mean, I'm tripping. Get at us at the TuneIn Podcast at gmail.com. And um, I'll definitely get back with you. Leave a comment, leave suggestions, leave uh, maybe some you want to hear me talk about. Maybe you could be the next guest uh, on the past podcast. We appreciate you. And we are out until the next time you tune in.